This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Dada, where's my milk? Dada. Oh, that's Devin Booker after he got absolutely bodied by his father, once aka again. Daddy Luca. Once again, Devin Booker, Luca's least favorite child. Shout out to uh, Gabriella, the much preferred child in the Doncic family. Uh, all jokes aside, Coop, welcome into Mavericks today. How about a little 50 piece chicken? tender nuggets whatever you want to call it on christmas day merry christmas what an absolute dominant performance from luka Doncic last night you knew he was gonna go off because he just loves the big moment and there's no bigger moment in the regular season than christmas day the guy just went absolutely nuclear 50 points 15 assists the the crazy thing is he got 50 points and they double teamed him on every play yeah. The map sent a screen, and they, they would double-team him on the screen every single time. And he'd either beat the double-team or he'd find the open guy for, for, uh, for an open bucket. And that resulted in the 15 assists as well. The only thing missing was the, the only six rebounds. Could have got the 50-point triple-double, but, dude, it was just another vintage Luka. Just, the guy's the best player in the NBA, and I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I mean, look, you can debate Jokic. Obviously, he's got a strong case. You know, Giannis has a good case. But the guy is just unbelievable night in and night out for me he is the front runner for MVP this year and look I don't think it's a coincidence that a guy like Derek Jones Jr. and Dante Exum are having the resurgences they are playing next to Luka Doncic he just instills confidence in teammates because he gets some good looks now I will say this for Derek Jones he's not just taking advantage of open looks He's, he's, like taking, a, he's taking dudes off the dribble. Yeah. He's never done this before. We, 23 again last night. We were talking about that before the show. It's like, where where did this come from? He has never been this player before in his career. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even know he could dribble. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Derek Jones is making himself quite a lot of money. I don't even know if the Mavericks will be able to re-sign him, given what he's going to make on the open market this year, uh, given the season he's had. He started out really cold. He started out one of six from three, and then he really turned it on. Hit late his last third, two. That was nice. Late in the third and the fourth. Uh, there, you can't say more good things about him, man. I mean, he, is, he has made this team go. And Jason Kidd kind of mentioned something I thought was interesting in his pregame press conference yesterday. He goes, he said, even when the Mavs are fully healthy with Kyrie, Derek Jones and Dante Exum are staying in the starting lineup. Yeah, and we can talk about that a little bit more. We're going to have a Grant Williams discussion because he's going to the bench, and he already has. Tim yeah, Hardaway he, he got the start the last night. came off the bench last night. night. Um, now I will say Grant Williams did hit a big kind of just turn around 12, 15 footer late in the shot clock last night, which was a big bucket because 
Uh, in the third quarter, the Suns retook the lead. They were going back and forth in the Mavs fourth. Mavs are kind of reeling. So give him credit for that. But he just has not been playing great recently. But I'm kind of okay with this because maybe that'll take the pressure off a little bit. And a hypothetical Tim Hardaway, Grant Williams bench duo, I think could be pretty damn good, Coop. So hopefully he can figure it out. He hasn't been playing great recently. I also don't love that they're trying to, like, play a lot of small ball five with him. Like, you're asking him yeah. to be more than what he is. Like, he's a 3-4 guy. Like, let him play in that role. Um, and I get that they don't trust Dwight Powell and Rashawn Holmes to play heavy minutes. I think Dwight Powell played 10 or, 10 or so minutes last night on the back end of, of some quarters. But Grant Williams is not a five. No. I, you know, And the Suns obviously ran a lineup out there where they had, like, um, Josh Akogi or KD playing the five at some point. So... They kind of just matched him up, but yeah, it's it's not Grant Williams' strong suit to play that even small ball five. He's a four. He's probably really a three, but he can play the four as well. He's just struggling for confidence on the offensive end, and I think that'll come when he gets his role reduced, playing less minutes, and he's able to really contribute in the in the uh, minutes that he plays. Yeah, I'm not going to panic. I mean, he came out of the gates uh, on a heater. He's just in a bit of a cold stretch right now, and luckily guys like Exum and Derrick Jones have been so good, it's been able to kind of – cover up for the fact that Williams hasn't been great. Very nice to get Derek Lively oh, back yeah. last night, Coop. I mean, he's just he's he's a really damn good player, man. Like I I'm comfortable with him as this team starting center even in a playoff situation. He makes the team go. 20 and 10, I, you know, Luca found him on a couple of those passes you were talking about earlier where he'd get double teamed. There was one late in the game that kind of iced the game where you thought he was going to swing it for an open three and he looked that way and he kind of fired a no-looker in the paint and Lively slammed it home. He also cleaned up a missed Derek Jones yep. uh, uh, layup late in the game for a putback slam. I mean, he just knows his role. He knows exactly who he is. The Tyson Chandler comp has, I think, played out and then some. I think he's going to have more ability overall throughout the course you, of his career. He's He's been fantastic. You can argue, whether it's him or Kyrie, who the second most important player is on this team. It, there, there is a debate to be had there. I mean, I believe he also leads the NBA in field goal percentage. I'm just looking at this 8 was, for 9 last night. He's like 74, 75% yeah. on the year. If Chet Holmgren didn't exist, man, he'd be rookie of the year. I think he should be he, I think he should be first team all rookie, but he won't be considering how they vote with the bigs and all that. He's been, he's been absolutely awesome for the Mavs and has been a revelation. Yeah, at minimum, he's what? Third or fourth best rookie. You got Holmgren, Wembenyama, yeah, sure. Jaime Jaquez, and D-Live. I mean, those are probably the top yeah. four right now. He's been awesome, man. He's been fantastic. I will say, getting back to the Grant Williams trying to play him at five-some, even when Lively plays, it still is obvious you need another center. Like, you and need someone talk, who can play 15 to 20 minutes. We're going to talk about another center here in a couple minutes, but I just, I did want to hit on this. The Suns always have a guy, whether it's Damian Lee, whether it's Grayson Allen, whether it's Chemezi Metu. Chemezi Metu. Who just destroyed the Mavericks. This, uh, this, uh, I don't know this off the top of my This has to be Grayson Allen's career high game, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's up there. He had I 19 mean, points in the third quarter. Eight and single-handedly sparked the Suns' comeback. I mean, he was carrying KD and Book last he night. He really was. Him and, by the way, him, side note, him and Luka tying the Christmas Day yes. record with eight three-pointers eight made each. Uh, both Ridiculous. had chances to to get nine plus. Uh, Grayson Allen's pissed me off ever since he played at Duke. He's a scumbag. See that guy? Pissed yeah. Tremezi Metu definitely had a career. I literally game messaged Coop. I was like, I don't know who this is, and he's dominating the Mavs. Yeah, out of USC, he's been in the league for I would say handful four-ish of years. years now. Yeah, he. You know what? 
23 and 19. Congratulations to Metsu. Good Christmas. Brother. I mean, seriously, you, you're not lying, though. They combined for 55. Booker and KD combined for 36. Yeah. It, it was the, the Suns always find a guy who torches the Mavs, and this year it just so happened to be these two guys. Well, speaking of torching, how about Luka Doncic getting to 10,000 points? The fastest, fastest player since Michael Jordan to do so. Fastest active player to do so, which that includes some guy named LeBron James. Ten so. games faster than LeBron James. The guy just keeps racking up the accolades. Yeah, I mean, look, if he has a healthy career, I mean, and, and he wants to play into his mid-late 30s, I mean, he's going to be the next 30,000-point scorer. Like, he, he's just – he's going to get – Is it too – is it too early to call him a surefire Hall of Famer? If he retired tomorrow, is he a Hall of Famer? Probably not, but he, he'd he be in the he's discussion. He's on the trajectory. I'll put, put it this way. By the time he's – 30, he's for sure, yeah. if not 28. I mean, he's... The guy's unbelievable. We are so spoiled that we got to go from Dirk to Luka. Oh, no I doubt. think about it all the time. It's just absolutely incredible. Yeah. Look, I think he's the MVP of the league, but let us know what you guys think. Will Luka win 2024 NBA MVP? Type Y for yes, type N for no. I think he's the front runner right now. You still have guys like Embiid and Jokic who are up there, but I, I think it's this guy. Well, man. and what's so impressive about Luka this year is he came out the gates in better shape. It didn't take – sometimes – I've compared him to, like, peak Zeke in the past where, like, Zeke, it would take him a month to, like, to kind of shed that offseason fat, yeah. and then he would just start cooking for the Cowboys. It was kind of the same for Luke. It would take him 12 to 15 games. Well, this year he was ready from day one, playing through some, some you know, bruise. I mean, he's got the tape every night on the shoulder. Yeah. Like, he's clearly got some nicks and, and bruises going, but it is what it is. And I thought the, the broadcast made an interesting point last night, Coop, that – Jason Kidd talked to him, and we've seen it on display. They're playing faster yes. this year, and I think that's leading to him taking less physical damage. For sure, because he's, when you he's play, he's not getting hit as much in the half court yeah. because their offense last year was literally iso Luca, let him go to the basket, and he would get hacked every single play. Yeah, absolutely. He's, I think he's that's taking been a big less part. body blows this year. Big part of the Mavs' success so far this year has been the uh, to been to up the pace. Let us know yes or no on Luca winning MVP and. Listen, take the more than on Luca just about every night. It was 36 and a half last night. That was covered through three quarters. Uh, Pricepicks.com slash CLNS. Use our code CLNS. Pricepicks, two to six player entries. I've been raking in the cash since basketball season started. You can as well. Uh, We got a little uh, Cowboys. They got to get back on track here. We're going to take less on the Dat Prescott passing yards. 275 and a half. It's a little high for me. Uh, so I'm going to go less there. CeeDee Lamb's been on a heater all season, though. Give me the more there. 10 to win 30. Prize picks, daily fantasy made easy. Two to six player entries. You can cross over sports. You can do them all within one sport if you want. Whatever your flavor is, all you do is take more or less on the stat projections. Ton of different statistical categories available. Prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Use our code CLNS today. We were talking about backup big earlier, Coop. How about Kelly Olenek, a name we haven't talked about a ton yeah. recently? Uh, he could fit the bill, and especially for a Utah team that's kind of regressed this year after being a somewhat surprising 500-ish team last year. Yeah, they don't seem to be a factor in the Western Conference, and there's some talk that Laurie Markkinen may even be available at the deadline, so it seems that they're open for business. And Mark Stein had a report that Kelly Olenek could be one of the most likely guys to be traded, and here's what he said. He said Olenek is playing this season on an expiring $12.2 million deal, which has helped thrust him into the upper reaches of the list of players most likely to be traded this season. What a sentence that is. He scored 27 <laughs> points in 35 minutes for the Jazz as a starter in Utah's recent win in Detroit's it, it, recent win in Detroit without several regulars. So he's a guy, Harrison, that 
the Mavs could be looking at and I think could be affordable as well. Yeah, I mean, we were kind of joking, and some of us in the office before that Jazz Detroit game. It's like if the if the Pistons don't win tonight, they may never win again because Utah had a bunch of guys out. Well, nothing like Kelly Olynyk hitting you with twenty seven. Yeah. I don't know when. Quick side note: I don't know when that win's coming for the Pistons. They're off. I don't know. It's unbelievable. But as far as Kelly Olynyk goes, I've always liked his offensive game because he can stretch the three point line. He's a good screen setter. He can pop. He can roll. Um, he's not, he's not going to protect the rim for you, but he's at least a playable backup center. Like, is, is, does he check these two boxes? Is he better than Rashawn Holmes? Yes. Is he better than Dwight Powell? Yes. There you go. And what he can do too is in certain situations, you could play him next to Derek Lively. You could play him at the uh, yes, four. Yes, he can play he, the four as well. Because he can stretch sure. to the three-point line. So it's an intriguing one. Coop cooked a, a trade idea. Rashawn in a second. I, that the salary matches. Will the Jazz receive a better offer than that? Maybe, but if I'm the Mavs, this is definitely my opening offer. Yeah, I'm not giving up a first. Um, you know, maybe what I what I throw in. I don't even know what I'd throw in here. That like, I Jaden Hardy. Like, has, yeah, I was gonna say Hardy hasn't Hardy? done much, but I don't think I'm moving him for Olenek. I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, the the asset to give up in this trade are very limited. That's why I would say if they want a second round pick. You'd throw Rashawn Holmes to match the salary as well. This is about the limit that I would go for. Yeah, maybe I throw in that second second, uh, maybe. But, yeah, I mean, it's it would probably be a rental situation. Like, Kelly Olenek's not a guy you're, you're Yeah, expiring deal. You're not so. going to bring him back. Rashawn Holmes actually, I believe, is on the books for next year. That's so. where I wonder if I'm Utah, like, is one second-round pick worth having Holmes for – an extra 18 months. Yeah. If they're going to stink, though, maybe they think it is for the extra second round pick. I don't know, but this is kind of what I would do if I was the GM. I'm not saying the uh, Jazz would accept this trade, but this would be my offer to them. What do you guys think? Should the Mavs trade for Kelly Olenek? Type T for trade, or you can type P for pass. I would like it. I do think there's a lot of backup bigs out there uh, to explore, and it'll be interesting to see what type of backup big that is. I think I would preferably like a guy who gives you a little bit more no defense. Doubt. but Trade um, deadline about 10 weeks away. The Mavs will trade for a big, right? I, you got to think so. Yeah. I, I mean, unless something unforeseen emerges with one of these players. But, like, is Dwight Powell randomly going to be a guy that is an average defender? Is Rashawn Holmes going to rewind the clock to 2020? It ain't happening. I, I just I don't see it. And I don't think anybody else on this roster is going to be able to fill that void. So you're going to have to go do something. I will say this. I don't think... I, I don't think you have to rush it necessarily. Like a few weeks ago, I was like, man, you may got to do it now. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. If D-Live is healthy, I think you can get through the next couple of months. But if you're serious about winning at least one playoff series, you got to go find something. You got to get someone that can give you 15 to 20 minutes a night because you're just not going to have it with what you currently yeah, have. Yeah, I think, I think the timeline has shifted a little bit to where they can afford to wait a little bit, especially if Lively is healthy and he can play 36 minutes a night. Which is a lot to ask of a big, by the way, but he's young, so that that's okay. He's Jeffrey Cooperstein. I am Harrison Grant. By the way, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yes. Hopefully you guys uh, spent it with some loved ones. Hopefully you watched some late-night Mavs like Coop and I did. We were texting last night like we did not stay up this late to lose. Luckily, they did not. Shout-out to Daddy Luca uh, as he gets it done he again. Sucks. Go Mavs.